1: Jeff Croft, And good morning, everybody. It is uh,
2: an absolute honor and a privilege to be with you today as we talk about the political things that are happening around us. And frankly, how we can use them to change our world, like getting them their cast vote record things. Now, what the heck are them cast vote records? Well, they're the key to getting rid of the machines. They're not necessarily the key to winning elections. Those are different things. Now, I want you to pay attention to what I just said. Fred, who called in last week, wrote me an email. And by the way, if, if you want to call and talk today about these things that we're talking about, 503-589-1220 is the power of GMC TalkLine. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at a m or jeff, at kslm.news. Fred writes, I'd like to hear a report from someone who has canvassed using the Oregon cast vote records and uncovered a phantom voter or two who in Marion County is leading the canvassing effort using cast vote records. September 3rd, which is a week, well, it's not even a week, it's next Saturday, folk, is coming when... The county is allowed to destroy cast vote records after 22 months of keeping them. Well, that's partially true, Fred, because Oregon law says you've got to retain them for 24 months. Federal law says you have to retain them for 22 months. He continues, says public needs to get involved in requesting these records before that date, like today. Now there is a website, and th- then he has links to this. Um, the state, the counties in the uh, 36 counties in Oregon, the counties that have so far have released um, cast vote records, and, and these, you know what they are? They're the ballot images of every ballot that gets counted. Now, again, this is the key to getting rid of the machines. Why? Because the machines may have a different count or um, may have a different count. Again, this is why you audit the cast vote record. Deschutes, Harney, Klamath, Lincoln, Multnomah, Polk, Washington, Yamhill. Have all released their cast vote records. Now, this is on a website, and and I will have it on the show plan so that you can take a look at it yourself. Now, Fred's question is a good one, and I'm going to get into it in a moment. But I have to address a couple of other things before we get too much further down the road here. There's a great piece by Christopher Bedford. Entitled "The Short Life and Amazingly Fast Death" of the FBI's Mara Lago play, and it's right on the money. The subheadline is this: "Our country is far from healthy today, but a collective laugh at the FBI's joke of an affidavit is a long-needed step in the right direction." Now, obviously, the FBI had to release it, given the judge's order, but he let them redact it. And if any of you have seen it over the weekend, you know that it is mostly redacted. But it's clear a couple of things. It's clear that they were on a fishing expedition. Now, Christopher Bedford's piece does something interesting. talks about how the FBI and the DOJ has lost the trust of the American people. Kind of across the board, for that matter. And in it, it has a... I mean, again, this there's another article here, and in in, this is out of The Federalist, by the way. There's another article here. So the FBI is so committed to transparency, nearly the entire Trump raid affidavit is redacted. Yeah, that's how transparent they are. But there's a poll that was taken two weeks after the Mar a Lago raid. A plurality of independents, Republicans by big numbers, don't trust the DOJ or the FBI anymore. Smaller number of Democrats, but it's the independents. This is a poll taken by the Trafalgar Group and the Convention of States Action. 48% of independent respondents said the DOJ and the FBI are too politically corrupt and not to be trusted. Less than 44% thought they could be trusted. These are independents. Now, folks, we're going to elect a governor in Oregon. The largest voting bloc in this state, in terms of pure numbers, are the independents, the unaffiliated. They're bigger than the Democrats. And the Democrats are much bigger than the Republicans. This is, if you do the math, this is why Christine Drazen doesn't have a chance to win especially when it's all about abortion. Now, it shouldn't be, but it is. So, my point in saying this to you, is the unaffiliated voter that has to get motivated, listen to me carefully now, the unaffiliated voter in Oregon has to be motivated to vote for a particular candidate in bigger numbers than they normally vote. Yeah, they may be the biggest voting bloc, but they don't vote in the numbers, a percentage of them, like the Republicans and the Democrats do. The, The candidate, listen to me, the candidate who figures out how to motivate the unaffiliated voter to vote is going to be the next governor of this state. Now, tapping into their distrust of government is central to that, and should be. Government decisions, like the guy in Seaside who shot and murdered, a guy just released from prison, Now, I have not seen yet that this is one of Kate Brown's releases, you know, early releases. Apparently, he shot and killed somebody. He'd just been released. Probably a revenge killing, but whatever. Elections have consequences, folks. Now, Fred's question here about the Oregon cast vote records and who is using them is a good one. Now, Oregon People's Vote... Is involved in this effort and some of you listening to me right now and by the way I want to say a shout out to um, to Jim who listens to this radio show and um, you're out in Dayton Jim I am very grateful thank you for listening friends the cast vote record, and the efforts by people like Oregon People's Vote is critical. Critical to us understanding how the steal has been accomplished and getting rid of the machines. As I started to show, this is a different concept than winning an election. Those are different animals. One is post-election. One is pre-election. This is where the strategy comes in. First of all, you have to, again, you just heard me say it, folks. Do not misunderstand me. The person or persons, because we're talking about legislative races, who gets an understand to how to motivate those disaffected democrats the majority of unaffiliated voters is going to be the person that is going to win the governorship and frankly may win very close races for the house and the senate but other races too like friday night it was great to see many of you there at paul moore's kickoff at the honky-tonk bar and grill For his run to be a constitutional Marion County sheriff. A sheriff who is not afraid to use his constitutionally validated rule by the U.S. Supreme Court. Is not afraid to use it. In enforcing the law. At every level. Including those machines that have got to go. It was good to see many of you there, and I—I I mean, you probably don't see that kind of thing very often. Got to go to the phones. We'll start first with Freddie. Freddie, good morning. I'm glad you read my letter. I did. Thank Fred. you.
0: Oregon peoples, that's plural, Oregon peoples uh Forgot to look at it this morning. I did show the O-R-D-R-O-S dot com website. Yes. That's Trazza and John Pulitzer. Yes. Anyway. So, we gotta get these records. I downloaded the Yam Hills this morning and it's CBS file. All I saw was the actual votes. I didn't see addresses. I was expecting to say, here's the address in Yamhill, and if you sorted them, you'd say, oh, there's five people voted from this house. John Smith, Susie Smith, and Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, other phantom voters where they put a name and an address, unless you check the vote records, you'd never know that there was extra votes inserted into the voter rolls. The voter rolls are expanded to have additional names. Uh, when they need to but they just put that name and address on a ballot and put it in the mail or put it in, stuff it in the ballot box and, oh, look, Tina Kotek won the governorship. Well, how'd that happen? Anyway, that's my thought this morning.
2: Thank you, Fred. I'm going to have more about uh, what you've just articulated in a moment because there is a group uh that i am told i haven't had conversation with them but they're down in lane county that they have taken they have done the most profound work across the entire nation using the cast vote record and analyzing data and talking to people to find those phantom votes. Oh, we're going to try to interview them a little bit later this week thank you 6:20. back in a moment thank you fred
1: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
2: 22 minutes past the top of the hour. By the way, not everybody who listens to this radio show likes me. (laughs) And especially those who are... um, Republicans who don't like the fact that I don't trust Christine Drazen and that I'm standing behind Betsy. Now, this person, Chris, sent me a very long email. And in it are a lot of errors. Because it's obviously, Chris, that you are just reading the talking points from the Drazen campaign. Betsy voted against most of the bad election bills. Betsy did not vote to defund the police, even though you think she did. In fact, Betsy voted against every one of the six bills of Tina Kotek that hurt the cops. Guess who voted for every one of those? Christine Drazen. Now... The fact, Chris, that you think I am the problem in the Republican Party, that I'm a divider, and that I'm drunk on Phil Knight's spiked Kool-Aid money, and that you're hoping that this marks the end of my radio show, you need to actually look at the facts. You should go to therealdrezen.com therealdrazen.com. And look at everything Christine Drazen has voted for versus what she has said. And you might be a little shocked. Oregon Firearms Federation put this up. Oh, and by the way, Christine voted against Senate Bill 554 after she refused to walk out and actually stop it and negotiate it away and walk back in like she did before. Because, yeah, she got money. As every Republican did. And, you know, she did vote for the tampons and boys bathroom bill. And she had every opportunity because Republicans were on that committee. Republicans voted unanimously for it. It's, it is frankly a lack of her being ready for prime time. It is a lack of leadership that caused the Republicans not even to talk about it apparently in caucus. How absurd it was. Now they're all running around saying, Oh no, we, we didn't mean it. Sorry, we missed that one. Yeah, you missed a lot of things. Because you are you were afraid to use a tactic that you that works every time. It's called walking out, shutting down the legislature, and negotiating your way back in, just like the Democrats have done twice. I'm not part of the problem. Blind Republicans like you, Chris, are part of the problem. You will vote for anybody who has an R behind their name, regardless of who they are. I've done that before, too. Like Newt. Because he was better than Kate. Like Romney. As much as I despise the man now. Who was better than Obama. McCain, who was better than Obama? I'm not part of the problem because you see, after Donald Trump, I get it now. I used to believe in globalism. Better, faster, cheaper. Not at the expense of my liberty anymore and not at the expense of the great American republic. Because that's what it is. You see, we in America are still a constitutional republic because we elect people. But if we don't have confidence in our elections, we're lost. Now, I intend to bring you an interview with someone who is taking the accountability part of elections to a new level. But we have to stop bad elections before they happen. That's part of the problem of We have to get rid of the machines. We're going to be talking about all of this. This coming Saturday at the Gathering of Eagles. You need to watch it on the live stream if you cannot attend in person. Or please attend in person. Go to kslm.news, that's our website, and register. It's $10 to get in, $20 to watch on the live stream. And this event is brought to us by Beloved Cheesecake. Revolution Pool and Spa, Covered Bridge Cafe, Mannix Law Firm, and there are others. Freedom Works. one of their vice presidents, John Tamney, is coming out to speak from D.C. to talk about the impact of Biden's budgets on our future. And of course, Dr. Douglas Frank, who will have new data for us on the 2022 elections and some of the problems that continue continued to emerge from the machines. And Tina Peters, we believe she's gonna be granted by the judge the opportunity to, cause she's in trouble because she looked into the Dominion machine. They're not disputing the fact that she looked into it and found the dual database that did not count 5,000 votes, which is illegal. But the fact that she used, it's a misdemeanor. They're prosecuting her for a misdemeanor because she used the identity of a contractor to get into the machine with that contractor's approval. It's 6.30. Back in a moment, I've got some other things to talk about, but we're going to talk a little bit about Trump in a moment.
1: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
2: 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220. Is the power of Buick GMC talk line 503-589-1220. Yes, the Gathering of the Eagles event is all focused on elections. And we are going to have reports by counties who have successfully gone out and found counterfeit voters, phantom voters. This is important because it's a piece of the puzzle. It's not all of it, but it's a piece of the puzzle. Tina Peters will be there. She is the main subject of selection code, the movie. And we do, we'll play the trailer to the movie, and then we intend to actually play the entire movie after the event is over for those of you who want to stay. The event is scheduled to run the Gathering of Eagles from 10 a.m. to 4:30. Now, there is going to be a major announcement in the afternoon by Mark Thielman. You know, Mark ran for the Republican nomination for governor, was unsuccessful. He remains active and I'm glad he is. He's got a major announcement. You don't want to miss it. Not telling you what it is. Yes, I'm teasing you, but it is one of many great reasons why you should either watch this for the first time ever on the live stream and you can sign up for that, kslm.news or just attend in person. And you can sign up for that. You have to register for this event. If you're not registered, you don't get in. We're going to have tight security there. This is up at the Ames Ranch. For those of you who've been to the Gathering of Eagles before you know this. Again, go to kslm.news, get registered. Want to thank again, beloved Cheesecake Revolution Pool and Spa, Covered Bridge Cafe, Mannix Law Firm, for making the live stream specifically available for us, for you to watch. Dr. Douglas Frank, Tina Peters, John Tamney, our featured speakers, but also some great training, too, about how you can be part of the, the activity. What activity? standing up for your liberty by ensuring it something else that you should do since it's going to be a nice hot day today call freedom heating and air maybe it's time you really did replace your worn out air conditioning system we've got hot days ahead of us folks Summer's not over Give them a call. They'll come out to your place right away. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or just check out their great website. FreedomHeatingAndAir.net. FreedomHeatingAndAir.net. There's a piece by M.B. Matthews. Oh, a couple of other things, by the way. Oregon Catalyst has a great story about why elections matter. No, 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 no. It's about, the headline is Antifa throws fireworks at a mom and her child because she was preaching on the street at the Portland Downtown Saturday Market. Antifa's there. Where are the cops? They're not around. Why aren't they around? Because they've been told to let Antifa run the streets. That's because of who got elected in Portland. There's another story in the Oregon Catalyst about how Brown is pushing for gas car sales to be banned, ended in Oregon by 2035. And by the way, tomorrow there's a meeting at the DEQ to talk about this very subject. The advanced clean cars two rules. All of this is to disadvantage the poor people. It hurts the poor people. As the Oregon Catalyst article points out, the taxpayer, we taxpayers have subsidized the purchase of electric vehicles to the tune of 55 million dollars here in Oregon alone. See the average cost is $66,000 for an EV. In 2018 the estimate and there's a link to this put the average income of an electric vehicle driver at $150,000 compared to the US average of $63,000 for a gas driver. Now 100 million tax dollars being spent to give these drivers electrical stations. Yes, we're spending $100 million here in Oregon of your tax dollars to give them electrical stations. By the way, did you see the uh, incredible video of the reporters driving the new Ford, and I'm a Ford guy, driving the new Ford EV 150 pickup pulling an RV, a trailer, didn't last very long. Stunning. Greg, thanks for sending me the email uh, about excess non-COVID deaths are up 10 to 20% above normal projections. And in fact, a doctor there shows that up to 80% of athletes who die suddenly had no symptoms of family history or heart disease, but what they did have according to NIH and according to this doctor's interpretation of it. What they did have is the shot and the boosters. Good reasons not to do that. Now, I said I would get to Trump, so I'm gonna. There's a piece by M.B. Matthews. And it starts off saying, I was wrong about Trump. He wrote this on July 27th of this year. He said, I recently wrote a column about why I believe Trump should not run in 2024. I was wrong. I allowed my distaste for Trump's personality to override his virtues, which are considerable. Now, just stop for a moment. Let me repeat that. I allowed my distaste for Trump's personality to override his virtues, which are considerable. Some people want Trump, he continues, without his vices. I was among them until yesterday when I watched and listened to Tom Klingenstein's speech titled, Trump's Virtues. It was masterful and shamed me that I did not make the distinction between Trump's character and his virtues, the former being deeply flawed, meaning his character, and the latter, his virtues, being almost perfect. He writes, "I need to man up in my defense of the former president's virtues." This feature is amongst the most pointed I have heard and deserves some exposure. And he goes on to re- repeat in this piece, and and I'll and I'll find it and link it to you because I haven't found it yet on the internet, but it's there. What Klingenstein says, and I'll just read you the first paragraph, and then I want to get to the the crux of this piece and why I think it's important. Other Republicans, Klingenstein said, say some version of I like Trump policies, but I don't like the rest of him. This gets it almost backwards. Although Trump advanced many important policies, it's the rest of him that contains the virtue that inspires the movement. The virtue that inspires the movement. What movement? America first, folks. The greatness of America. The hope of America. That's what it is. He continues, Trump was born for the current crisis, a life and a death struggle against a totalitarian enemy I call woke communism that controls all the cultural and economic powers in America. Without Trump having won, we would not know of the deep state. Without Trump having won, we would not have seen the virtues of what he believes. Fixing the problems that America has, like the deep state. Draining the swamp. The lobbyists. Our porous borders. Eliminating hate America critical race theory in his agencies and on and on and on. Now, Matthews continues here. And and this is what I think is powerful. That. Some will say Trump is a bad man and that disqualifies him. I don't think Trump is a bad man, but for those who do, I remind them that a bad man in some circumstances can be a good president. If you're dying of thirst and there's only one person offering you water, you accept the water gratefully without much concern for the character of your rescuer. We wanted Trump not only to fix things, we wanted him to be perfect while doing it. That is unrealistic in the average family, the average relationship. The average business in the average political or cultural milieu. Yet some of us wanted Trump to be perfect enough to invite to tea. He is not that man, but he is the man for our tumultuous times. His enumeration of Trump's virtues. Does not fully capture his uncommon courage and firmness of purpose. Wow. Trump is the most towering political figure in living memory. Let Trump inspired a movement. If properly deployed, this movement might challenge the woke comms and, God willing, save the soul. country. Back in a moment with Let your phone calls. It is six. We're going to spotty, climbing, fiesta,
0: forever. Come on and sing my song.
1: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car.
2: Ten minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC. Talk line emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like Anna writes... Cast vote records are different from voter rolls. Voter rolls have the names and addresses and what we use for canvassing, that's correct. What you've got to do is you have to match up the cast vote record with the voter rolls. That's where it takes some analysis and some expertise. A very high compliment was paid by someone to the Lane County group that has been doing this. I haven't talked to them yet, but I'm believing, in fact, this person has been all, was at, frankly, was at Trump headquarters, actually was at Mar-a-Lago in 2016. This person has a background in technology, algorithms. This person says, I have been all over this nation talking with people who are finding the phantom voters. I have never seen a group as well organized and as effective in finding the counterfeit votes than the group in Lane County. I'm going to talk to those folks to see what it is they're doing Again, we're going to be talking about all of this this Saturday. The Gathering Eagles. Come and join us or watch it live streamed for the first time. You need to be registered. You have to be registered to attend or watch the live stream. Go to kslm.news. Scroll down just slightly and you can click. You can register for the event. And by the way, even though we're encouraging you to bring your own vote, there is going or lunch, rather, there's going to be food available there. Again, we want to thank beloved Cheesecake, Revolution Pool and Spa, Covered Bridge Cafe, and the Mannix Law Firm for making the live stream possible. Thank you to all of you. This is important, friends. If we're gonna trust our elections in the future and elections have these consequences, everything we talk about on this show every day is about elections because certain people got elected. If we don't have the faith in our elections process, we're done. This great republic, this experiment in self-governance is done. Go to the phones, we'll go to Art, Art, good morning.
3: I think it's best said that we're a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And that is why the people of our state needs to speak out, and what they want should be done by our government. Um, And the reason I'm saying that, Jeff, is I listened to Mike Gallagher Uh, last week, and he was shocked about how many Republican women uh, wanted there to be a choice on abortion, just like they want there to be a choice on the vaccines. And that is why, you know, if we want to change things here in Oregon, by the way, I'm against abortion. Uh, and then we need to do it on the state level. But we cannot allow government to mandate our lives. We must be allowed to make a choice and then be proactive to change what's going on in our state concerning all these issues. And that's what's very important, And that's what we must fight, because once we become a government of the government, not a government of the people, we lose it all, Jeff. You and I both know that, and that's why I wanted to call in and make that comment today. You're Um, right. and, And if you want to get rid of abortion in Oregon, then get proactive and change the laws. And that will occur, but don't don't force mandates by the government. Allow us to make the decision and be proactive yep. in making yep. the positive changes that need to be made. And and that's why I you know I'm gonna probably vote for Betsy because. Yep. She is going to listen to both sides and supposedly, hopefully, I mean, uh, you know, make the decision. Well, she always that has in the years journey. that I've
2: known her. Th- this is one of the reasons I trust her because she's never lied to me. She's, even when I've disagreed with her, and I have plenty, she's <laughs> but, always stood firm. When she says she's going to do something, she doesn't. Art, thank you. want to welcome again My Power Honda for being one of our sponsors of this radio show. Thank you, guys. Go to mypowerhonda.com. The other Dale writes, I was at the state fair on Saturday. I got to talk to Kim Thatcher and sign her petition for no property taxes after the age of 65. Everybody needs to sign the petition. I agree. He said, I watched the Democrats' booth and went by it several times and I never saw one person stop and talk to the persons manning the booth. I wonder why. Yeah, that's a great wonder why. Linda says, one phrase just now stuck out to me. I would invite Donald Trump to tea any day of the week. So would I. And then Lee writes an email about EVs and PTOs. Will Queen Kate be extending personal time off for those who own electric vehicles? (laughs) That's a great great question. It's probably not too far down the road. Uh, Let's go to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Go, Biebs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Um, With your um, uh, voter integrity
3: thing you're having this weekend, are you going to address the big uh, thing that came out with the Jeff Zuckerberg interview that the FBI really has been running these elections for the last how many years? Decades? Perhaps clear back to Kennedy and maybe even earlier? That they have been to calling newspapers and uh, social media, telling them what to print and uh, spreading false rumors and false accusations, like the Russia thing and now the Mar-a-Lago uh, fiasco. Are you going to address that? Because that is really looks like the heart of voter fraud.
2: Uh, I believe that one of the speakers is um, because it is tied into this person's presentation uh, as I have had conversations with them. So I, I think we will be. Uh, and, and it's it's a great question because it gets to the heart of the issue. Thank you, Jerry. Go beeves. You bet. <laughs> um, Denise writes an email, said you might want to give the real com instead of the real Christine Drazen. Because that only comes with positive things about it. Yes, it's realdrazen.com. Friends, tomorrow we're going to continue our series of talking about what I learned at the Moment of Truth Summit. Because there is more. And you need to keep listening so that you can learn more about it. See you tomorrow.